views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. You know, take a big yawn, start your happy dance, get things underway here on the Watchdog Morning Show for a Tuesday. 44 degrees and sunny at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 43 at the Highlands. 42 degrees uh, here at my home studios in the Elm Grove section of Wheeling. And 43 at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Uh, might have a little lingering rain. We had some showers in the early morning and might have some lingering showers for a while. Otherwise, cloudy skies, drizzle day, drizzly day today. Temperatures in the low 50s, so we're starting to warm up a lot from where we were yesterday. Cloudy and dry for the middle of the week. Glad you're here with us this morning on the big gig. You're welcome to not just listen but join us. You know what to do about the joining us part. You pick up the phone and you call 304-232-8255, 304-232-TALK. That is the Frio Stack auction service hotline, or you can use the Frio Stack auction service text line at 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. Happy to have whatever it is that you have to say. Just simply call in or simply text in and we'll, we'll chat. And if you text in, we'll kind of put it on the agenda and see how it floats. Bob Slider behind the board this morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Howard. It's a, a rainy morning, Howard. Uh, since I uh, started out my uh, travels this morning about 5 o'clock, it's uh, been a steady rain, and I just went out and checked. It looks like it's picking up a little bit. So uh, take your umbrella with you for sure. It's, it's, it looks like it's going to be a rainy morning. Yep, going to be a rainy morning. Some And the drizzle will stay with us all day. The rain will probably fade away the, in the morning hours, uh, about 10 o'clock or so. According to Adam, over the Big 7, but we'll have drizzle all day long, so be prepared for that. Good. It's warmer, though, a lot warmer than it was yesterday. We were in the 20s for uh, this time of the morning, yesterday morning. Uh, you're driving in this morning, Bob. You're driving in any morning. Uh, not a lot of cars on the road, I suppose, when you're out there coming in the time you do, but... We always encounter a variety of of um, drivers that irritate us on the road, right? They do things that, that kind of irritate us. I mean, we, we all have that, and there's a, and we all do that probably too. But there's a lot of stuff that I find irritate me on the road: aggressive driving, the guy who wants to uh, hopscotch, checker, I call it checkerboard, you know, jump from one lane to another lane to another lane, try and get in, get ahead of everything. The guy that's going 10 miles over, not over the speed limit, 10 miles over the speed everybody else is going. I mean, you get just all kinds of things, uh, are, are, are really irritating to me. There's, there's one thing, and of course, speeding in general, you know, we all look in our rear view mirror and worry about, woo, 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 woo. Oh, no, was I going too fast? You've never gotten caught for that, have you, Bob? You know, Howard, I uh, it's I've, I think I've only gotten two in my whole life. I uh, that's one thing that I've never uh, I've tried my best not to speed. Now, I, I, again, wait, have I gotten wait, carried away? Maybe wait, had the radio wait. going, yeah, but twice in my lifetime. <laughs> wait a minute, you, you've never you've never you know speed or you haven't gotten caught speeding more than two times. I don't speed. 
I try very hard not. Okay, well, I mean, yeah. that's stupid. Why? Now, if I'm on the interstate and let's say we're traveling and the flow is going, I'll get caught up in that. I'll, I'll saddle up with someone and, and do a little tandem and try to get there quicker on the interstate. But just on regular roads, no, I, I don't do that, Howard. You know, one of the things I often say, I see a car that's just, you know, it's it's behind me, it's pushing me because it wants to move, and then it does the checkerboard thing. It goes into the left lane and into the right lane, and it goes as fast as it can. Zoom! You know what I always say? We're always still going to meet at the yellow light. <laughs> he's, going, he's going four times my speed, but invariably when we get to a stoplight, whenever that is, there's that guy sitting beside me. We, you know, we're all we're all going to get there at, at, at the same time. So speeding is one thing that that bugs me and then and i'm afraid i perhaps am more guilty of that of this next one there are people who just drive too slow on the roads you know doesn't that get to you doesn't that bug you sometimes only if they're in the fast lane again it's none of my business how you drive unless it's affecting me if you're in the fast lane and you insist on just sitting there and i know i got to go around you yeah that irritates me well good news for you sir West Virginia House Bill 222 has been introduced. I have no idea if it's going to gain traction. Uh, it's off to a committee as of this morning. West Virginia House Bill 222 has been introduced. Prohibiting driving slow in the left lane except under special circumstances. So uh, now, become, now driving slow in the left lane, uh, if this bill passes, is going to be a misdemeanor, not a felony, but a misdemeanor. You pay a hundred bucks if you get caught driving too slow uh, in the in the left-hand lane. Two hundred dollars uh, on the second fine, and uh, five hundred dollars on the third fine. So, uh, I don't know who introduced this bill. Got a copy of it here in front of me. A bill to amend and reenact one seventy-six one seventeen C seven one of the Code of West Virginia. Relating to prohibiting vehicles from driving slow in the left lane of a roadway or of an interstate highway for more than a mile and a half. There you go. Without completely passing another vehicle. There so you go. Uh, yeah. Your 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 irritation will f has just found its way into the legislature, and uh, I don't know. I I don't. I just I have no sense. Of, uh, Brad McElhenney called this to my attention last night. Uh, I have no sense of whether this is one of those. You know, little bills that gets introduced and nobody cares about and won't go anywhere, or if there will be, if there will be some interest in it, it's a reasonable bill. I read the, uh, I have the bill in front of me. I've read through it. The exemptions are, are you know, reasonable uh, in case of rain or if there are obstructions on the on the right hand lane, people can drive slower in the left hand lane, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it, it's it's a pretty reasonable bill. I think it's but, just uh, uh, mainly. A... I think it's mainly ignorance, Howard. I I think it's mainly people just weren't taught what that lane is all about. You know, they get over there, and then when people get on their ass, they think that that person is in the wrong because they just don't understand the concept of that is a passing lane. It should not be clogged up. So I think maybe if the awareness gets out, remember the money grab they had a couple of years ago with the uh, the emergency flashers, you better get over a lane or we'll pull you over. There was a huge money grab out <laughs> yeah. there in Elm Grove. They called it the Wolf Pack or whatever whatever the code name was. Yeah, the Wolf Pack, yeah. But, right, but right, the code right, name right. should have been Cha-Ching. This is a money grab because that's what it was. And what it was to teach people, look, if, you, if there's flashing lights, you better get over if you can. At the time, I wasn't really up on that. 
I was one of the ones that had to contribute to the money fund. So now I know. Ooh. So, yeah, I think, it, I think it's just ignorance. I don't think it's uh, arrogance, Howard, like I'm here, go around me. I, I think they just don't get it. There's a traffic um, problem it creates if you're driving slow in the left-hand lane, too. It's not just that it's it's kind of irritating. You know, everybody's trying to go at the normal rate of speed, and the person in the left-hand lane is going slow. What's really irritating to me is when somebody is halfway up my car and then isn't going any faster. You follow me? I'm in the right-hand lane. They're coming up on me in the left-hand lane slowly, and then they just sort of hang out there with me and it's like you know they're almost pacing me no if you're if you, that it's called you used the phrase a minute ago it's called the passing lane if if, if you want to pass me i'm in for it go go ahead zoop, get ahead of me and move on but uh don't try and pace me eh? and don't try and just sit there and you know because you you cause all kinds of traffic problems you cause uh, it's so it's not just it's not just an irritant it's it's a traffic problem but it looks like we're going to address it well that's good. now again my guess is this bill doesn't go anywhere but there it's introduced into the legislature no tell you tell me howard i was thinking when you were talking about this the problem i have is mainly when i look at your license plate Okay, so let, let, let's say you're behind me, and, and, and I can tell you want to get around me. You're driving aggressive. You want to get going. And then I notice that you have an out-of-state license plate. Now, usually Pennsylvania or Ohio. In my travels, it's usually the knucklehead from Ohio. And I take of offense course. to that because this is my reasoning. I don't drive like that in your state. I don't come over there and drive like that in St. Clairsville. I am very respectful of the laws and the fact that I don't live here. So I don't want to be aggressive because this isn't my neighborhood. Why do you insist on driving like that in Elm Grove, you folks from Ohio and some from Pennsylvania? Why do we always seem to think that, I mean, we do, we always seem to think Ohio drivers are the worst, though. Because they are. <laughs> that's why <Really>? that's why <laughs> now look have i struggled in downtown pittsburgh and i bet there were some people on my ass saying look look at that hillbilly has no idea how to drive after he gets out of the, the country roads off, off the gravel roads i am sure i have gained the wrath of, of drivers because i didn't know where in the hell i was going and the most seasoned of drivers can run into problems in pittsburgh downtown pittsburgh with all the bridges you got to get over here now i got to get over here you better know what you're doing even you know before GPS, but I'm telling you, people from Ohio, it seems like when you come over here to Ohio, West Virginia, it's just like ah, we can do whatever we want. You got to tighten up a little if bit. If you are from Ohio and you want to fight back, feel Call free me. to give us a call three zero four two three two eighty two fifty five. Mister Slider will put you in your place, uh, or you can text us three zero four two one four sixteen on the Frio Stack auction service line. Uh, we're happy to hear from you. Do slow drivers in the left-hand lane really bother you? Are they really a problem? Do we need to tighten the law up? They're doing that in West Virginia. They're proposing it in West Virginia House Bill 222. Again, I want to be clear. This is a bill I just saw in passing. Uh, Brad uh, mentioned it. I, I, it. It may go nowhere. It may get great support. Um, I don't know. Going back to your comment, Bob, about Ohio drivers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, one thing I am careful about not getting angry about is if somebody truly has an out-of-state plate. Now, I'm not talking about Ohio or Pennsylvania, but if I see somebody with a 
I don't know, an Alabama license plate trying to navigate their way through the area. I'm a little more tolerant of whatever it is they're doing because I figure they don't know where they're going. You know, they're trying to trying to get the lay of the land, trying to figure things out. So I'm a little more tolerant of that um, because I know the because I know how, how difficult it can be when I'm in an area that I'm not familiar with, trying to know you know what lane do I get in, where do I you know how do I uh, you know, which one's going to take me to the tunnel? Which one's going to take me to an off ramp? So I, I'm a little more tolerant of people who are truly out of state. Again, I'm not. I hear you. I'm, I'm kind of with you with Ohio and Pennsylvania, but I, I not Ohio and Pennsylvania, but other, but other true out of staters. I'm Howard, a little more tolerant. I hear you, Howard, and, and I, I don't want to try to like I'm getting one over on you, but I, I, I even do you one better than that. I bet it's been a dozen times, maybe more closer to twenty times, on the split there at four seventy. You would back in the early days, you would see someone sitting there with with flashers on because they were confused. The 470 bypass had confused them. They didn't know what they were doing. And I guarantee you at least a dozen times I noticed that and I would pull over and I would walk up and I say, I can read your mind. I know exactly what you're thinking. Or I would see them at the marathon a gas station pulled over looking at a map trying to figure it out. I hear what you're saying, Howard. I see those folks. I try to help them. Yeah, because I've because I've been there. I see you from Ohio. Area that I'm not familiar with. Yeah, I'm going to cuss you. Let's be honest about it. Let's let's be honest about your 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 example. There is that's a that's four that four seventy split is confusing anyway. Especially if you're from Alabama. Throw throw in the fact that half the time in recent years has been under construction, so sometimes it's closed. Some you know, I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right couple of texts here uh, how you should thank bob for losing your three listeners you have from ohio <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> on the other hand let me see here right on bob right on bob you're correct about those drivers so well, you get uh, i don't want to i don't want to offend anybody when they turn it down just tighten up a little bit <laughs> yeah don't t- don't well don't turn the dial that's what we're here sometimes we are here to have a conversation. If you don't like it, give us a call, 304-232-8255. We'll put you on the radio, 304-232-TALK, or text me, 304-214-1600, like uh, those last couple of folks did. Always happy to hear from you. All right, 722, we'll leave that open for conversation as the morning goes on. What else have we got? As Governor Justice continues to talk about a run for the U.S. Senate, and that talk is getting bigger and bigger, a nationwide poll has been done. J.J. is in the top five most popular governors in the country. Joe Manchin, oh boy, look out. And Alex Mooney, for sure, look out. We'll take a look at that poll and take a look at some more of the discussion that's going on around J.J. running for the Senate. The West Virginia House ran the governor's income tax proposal through its first reading yesterday. It's up for the second reading later today. We'll talk about that. College athletes, and we all know this, can now be compensated for their name, image, and likeness, NIL. But Brad McElhenney coming in today to talk to us about why this NIL business, NIL business, is not as simple as it seems. There's a lot of complexity to it. There's a lot of questions about who can compensate these college athletes and how do they do it, and how, most importantly, do they work with the colleges to avoid violations of federal regulations. Brad's got a uh, a lot of background on this. He's going to share it with us coming up later on. And the House Oversight Committee has begun an investigation into classified material 
found in several President Biden's offices and old offices. But the chairman of that committee says they're going to investigate Biden. But there's no need to investigate Trump, who has the exact same problem going against him. It's one of the things I'll talk about today with our national correspondent, Tom Squidieri, when uh, he joins us about an hour from now. 724, 24 after the hour, some rain coming down in the Ohio Valley this morning. We're looking around 44 degrees at the moment. Going to get up into the low 50s today. We'll talk about uh, JJ being pretty popular. That's next on the Watchdog Morning Show.